The following program is an independent production aired on this network. Opinions and information provided on today's show are those of guests and of the host and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff or management of this network. It's recommended that all listeners exercise due diligence when considering topics or advice of a controversial nature. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. I had something really interesting happen to me this weekend. I went to Circle K, which is a convenience store, and I wanted to grab a drink. And when I got home, I realized I didn't have my billfold with me anymore. And after a brief panic moment, I realized I must have left it at Circle K. So I got back in my car and drove to the store. When I arrived, I told the cashier that I must have left my billfold behind a few minutes ago. And she said, yeah, you did. She had rushed out to the parking lot to find me, but I was already gone. So she went to the back of the store because she had put my wallet in a safe place, for which I was extremely thankful. This was a great reminder for me that people are basically honest and want to do the right thing. When we believe in people and give them the opportunity to prove it, amazing things can happen. I would say that my faith in humanity was strengthened this week as a result of that. So the question I have for you this week is, where do you see opportunities to trust people? Really think about that. When we learn to trust others, they learn to trust us as well. With all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Shawan Watson. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Shawan Watson is a motivational speaker, author, coach, radio personality, and founder of an online ministry called BWPA. In addition, he has appeared on over 80 different radio broadcasts. Mr. Watson has a strong passion for persuading people to find their purpose and giving people the steps to get their dreams started. He also specializes in relationship recovery and helping people rebound from past heartache by showing them how to turn their pain into opportunity. Shawan received his associate's degree in human service. In 2010, he was invited to coach a basketball camp hosted by former professional basketball player John Lucas. In 2011, he founded an online ministry called BWPA, which has grown to over 1,500 globally. In April of 2012, he was picked to be a regular guest speaker on a relationship radio show. And in December of 2012, he released his book, Kissing Your Heart a Goodbye. And in February this year, he was offered a position as a co-host on a Christian radio show. And he was also picked to submit an issue in a magazine called Legacy in the Making. This week, we will discuss how to get over broken relationships and the tools we need to help us overcome them and start over again. With all this in mind, here is my guest, Shawan Watson. Shawan, are you there? I'm right here. Fantastic. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you, my friend. 
Thank you for having me. Hey, you're very welcome. So the first thing I like to ask everybody at the beginning of the show is simply this. Tell us about your backstory, your background, how you got started, uh, what you learned, what you overcame, and what brought you to where you are right now. Well, um, as you know from my background, I, I, um, I was diagnosed with a learning disability as a child. But that, that's, that was a big, huge um, challenge for me growing up. Um, a few of the challenges, that was one of the few challenges that I've had to face um, as far as my background. And another challenge that I had to face as a young man, as a young adult, actually was finding my purpose. Hmm. I, did a, I, I worked a lot of dead-end jobs. Um, I did a lot of things for a long time, and I just did not know what my purpose was. And it took me to about three years ago to actually find my purpose. And one of the things that I talk about when finding your purpose is one thing to find your purpose is another thing to pursue your purpose. Yes. And so I found my purpose, but it took me a little while longer to actually pursue that purpose. So that's, that's my background. I also have a background in sports. I was a basketball player and football player. Um, you know, high school, I played uh, one, one semester of uh, community college basketball. So that's my background. And here I am now as a, uh, as a public speaker, author. And I'm definitely um, doing a lot of transformation in a lot of people's lives right now. Awesome. So what do you think held you back from fulfilling your purpose for a while? Well... For me, it was just believing. It was believing. It was. It was believing, and then it was this opportunity. And it was opportunity because, you know, I felt like I didn't really know that this, that I could be doing the things that I'm doing right now. Okay. You know, because. All of my life, I was told that greatness was impossible. I was told to just live a regular life, you know, go to, go to school, try to get a nice job. Mm-hmm. I was never told you need to be fulfilled. And I mm-hmm. feel, when I tell people all the time, is that fulfillment is a requirement. That is something that you need to strive for is to find fulfillment in your life. Okay, all right. And find so... Go ahead. Oh, no, that's what I said. Find something that you're passionate about. Oh, yes, absolutely. Now, you, when you left your parents' home and moved to Mississippi, uh, your uncle had a profound effect on you. Is that right? He, he, um, he transformed me into the, into the man you, you see today. Okay. So what that happened? Was the How did that happen? In my life. Well, um, I went to Mississippi in, uh, in 2004, 2005 as, a, as an 18-year-old. And keep in mind that until then, I felt like I still had to learn disability. I was a mm-hmm. follower. I didn't have a mind of my own. You know, I was following what the crowd did. In Mississippi, he started telling me things that people had never told me in my life. He started speaking greatness into my life. And before, before I started spending a lot of time with him, no one had ever mentioned the word great or greatness in my direction. So I never, I, was, I wasn't really familiar with the word. And he started doing a lot of things, you know, around me. He started encouraging me to read the Bible. He started encouraging me to, to exercise by running every morning. He started encouraging me to write my goals 
and just and to start writing them down and start pursuing those goals. So, just that little bit of time that I spent with him under his tutelage really made a a big transformation in my life because I left Mississippi in six months as a leader. For the first time in my life, I had leadership. I had I had confidence about myself, and I started to believe what I didn't believe years 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 before that. I started believing that I could be great. I started believing that I didn't have a learning disability and I could accomplish any and everything that I really wanted to accomplish if I put my mind to it. Hmm. That's great. So did you think your learning disability was uh, a help or a hindrance in your journey? Well, I'm, I'm not... I'm not a. I'm not ashamed of it, and I. And years ago, I was ashamed of it. But the way I see it is that things happen for a reason, and we all have a different process. And I can say right now, just looking back at it, I'm proud of my process. You know, mm. I went through some things that I used to always ask myself, "Why me? Why me?" But we all have to. We all have to go through and grow through something. And now, everything that I've gone through in my life. It's going to be very beneficial because now I can share that testimony to people because there are a lot of people that are going through things right now, and they get discouraged. And I want to be able to keep them encouraged and get them encouraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that is that is so important because, boy, when, when someone feeds you in the way that your uncle fed you, you really want to turn around and give back, wouldn't you think? That's what, that's what this word is all about. It's about when you learn something, it's not yours. You're supposed to continue to pass it on. It, it's, a, it's a continuation of, of knowledge and sowing seeds into people. It never stops. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So a couple of years ago, before your journey even really got going, you were working a couple of different jobs. I mean, the economy hit you, right? Well, at the time... You know, I, I was working a job because I felt like I had to work a job. For a long time, I worked two jobs because I was afraid of, I was afraid of having one job because I, I was afraid of being fired because I felt like if I, if I was fired, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't have any, I wouldn't have anything. So that sense, I was more like a safety net for me. Okay. All right. So um, when, when did things really start to turn around for you then? Things really started to turn around for me when I went through my breakup. When I went through my breakup, it was a devastating experience because, I mean, my, I felt like this was the one. Mm-hmm. But it was a great experience for me because it forced me into my vision finally. It, it forced me to finally pursue that gift and try to wrap it. Because so many mm-hmm. of us have gifts, and we never unwrap it, and it just sits there. Yeah. And so I'm just so thankful of that experience because I can say that through that experience, God really positioned me into what I'm doing right now. He positioned me based off of that based off of that circumstance. Yeah. That's great. Well, we are coming up against our very first break. My special guest this week is Shawan Watson. He is the author of the book, Kissing Your Heartache Goodbye. We're going to be talking about how to deal with the devastation of a breakup and what you can do to repair that situation right after the break. And we talked about how Shawan struggled to find his purpose and what held him back. And, and for all of us who 
uh, aren't sure of our purpose, really examine deep inside yourself. What is it that you love to do? What is it that people compliment you on? What is it that is burning in your heart? And then identify what's stopping you from from doing that. And I've been going through this process uh, even this year, too, and I've got an amazing coach who's helped me through some of those things. We are going to be coming right back after this break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My special guest is Shawan Watson. Please stay with us. We will come right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest-growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. Solove, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solove with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solove is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solove with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solove revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Okay, and we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Shawan Watson, and he is the author of the book, Kissing Your Heartache Goodbye. So, Shawan, let me ask you first, why did you write your book? Well, I wrote my book because in, in, um, in 2011, I went through a devastating breakup with, with my girlfriend. And this relationship, and that, and that experience that I had with her, it really 
it really put me in a situation that I've never been in before. For the first time in my life, I felt stuck. You know, I wanted to die mentally. It was it was one of those things that I, I, I felt like she was the one. You know, I was everything started off going really well in the relationship. And all of a sudden, things changed. You know, um, the way... The way we communicated, the way she communicated with me was different. You know, the eye contact was different. Mm. And I thought maybe, you know, I wasn't sure if it was me. I wasn't sure if it was something that she was going through personally. I know, I know it was some times that she was going through some things at home. And so I, I, was, I was asking my friends, um, you know, for their advice. And, I, and I, as I was doing that, I was really asking myself, is this, really, is this relationship really going to be over, or is, or is there something that I could do to really save this relationship? Because I really, I really like this girl. I feel like she is the one. I feel like this is the one that God created for me. Mm-hmm. And so as, as, as weeks went on, I started, I, started getting, I started asking her to open up to me. I was asking, you know, is everything okay? Is everything okay? And she was saying, yeah, everything is okay. Everything is okay. And then one day I'm, I'm at work. And she finally, and she finally um, says this on her mind. She says, uh, Shawin, um, I really enjoyed, you know, being with you, but my ex, is, my ex is back in town. I'm in love with him. Can mm. me and you just be friends? Um, I've, I've been talking to him a little bit on the, on the side for a past couple of weeks. You know, he's been calling me. Can we, can we just be friends? And at the time, it really didn't hit me. It didn't hit home with me because I'm at work. I'm focusing, you know, trying to get off and working on a few projects at work. It didn't really hit home for me until I got home. When I got home, that's, that's, that's when I really started to get emotional. And I wasn't crying or anything like that, but I, I was just I was angry, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got down on my knees that night, and I was just, I was just so angry. I, I, I don't think I've ever been that angry in my life. I mean, I was like, what did I do? Where did I go wrong at? You know, wh- why does this keep happening to me? Why can I not find the person, you know, why can I find a, a good mate? You know, and I start, and some things started coming to my mind that night. You know, maybe I shouldn't date no more. I'm, I'm not going to date anymore. I know I want to get married. I know I want to be a husband. But if, if i got to continue going through this, I'm not going to go through it no more, you know. And if I go to sleep tonight and I don't wake up, I'm not going to be upset because, you know, I'm, I'm tired. You know, my self-worth is pretty much gone. You know, should I even be the, the nice guy, the nice gentleman that I've been? Should I continue being that guy? Because it seems that every time I'm that gentleman, I get taken advantage of. Should I still continue being that guy? You know, I'm, I continue going to my friends for advice. It's not working out. You know, they continue to give me, you know, the wrong advice, and it's confusing me. Hmm. So the only thing I have left to do is to do something that I haven't done in a long time, and that was pray to God. See, I had gotten away from God. God started off being first in a relationship, but then God started moving towards the end. Pretty soon we didn't even have God in the relationship. It was just two mm. people wasn't God. God wasn't even there. And so that night I was like, you know, I need to pray to God. I'm just, I need to start to cry out to God and just, ask, and just ask God to help me to fix this relationship because I'm not going to be able to fix it by myself. Right. And so as, as, I'm, as I'm praying to God and asking him, 
to fix this relationship. It was a long, it was a long, powerful prayer. I can tell you that. I'm sitting there praying to him, and I'm, and after the, after that prayer, I ended up going to sleep. As I was asleep, I felt I felt something in my body that I never felt before. It was a warm feeling. I never experienced it before. Hmm. And as I woke up, my answer was my answer came to me. And it wasn't the answer that I was expecting, but it was an answer. And a lot of times we pray to God for an answer. Not a particular answer, but an answer. And the answer was for me not to focus on me, but to focus on others. By me doing something out of the unfamiliar. And that was to coach people based on my experiences of relationships. And I'm thinking to myself, well, geez, I don't know very much about relationships. I, I, have not had, I have not had a successful relationship. And I start thinking to myself, well, you know what? You, you've, you've, been a lot of, you've been a lot of breakups. You've had, you've had trouble forgiving. You, you've been bitter before. Help people in an area where you're an expert in. And, that, mm-hmm. and that's the area where I, was, where I was an expert in. And so this was the mission that God had commissioned me, this assignment that night was for me to become this relationship expert coach on helping people to find forgiveness in their lives. And as I did that, the next day I started writing this book on sticky notes. And I can tell you, along this way of, of bringing this book to life, I went through a lot of challenges. You know, people told me I was too young to write this book. They said I didn't know much about relationships. They told me nobody would buy the book. They told me I wouldn't finish the book because I just didn't have the what it took to actually finish a book. Hmm. And the, the, another struggle I went through was helping, was having people to, to show me and tell me the secrets about publishing. Because there's so many things out there about publishing that people don't even know about. And people were not telling me. But see, this is, this is what a thing of, of faith. As I continue on going through this struggle of people not telling me about the secrets to publishing, God started opening doors for me as I continued on. And as I continue on, God started opening doors for me, and he started, bringing me, he started bringing people into my life that started looking at my, at my editing. He found me an editor. He found me a, a lady who helped me all the way through with this book. And so that was my journey of bringing this book to life. Yeah. So let me ask you a, a real important question, Shawin. Uh, these people who said you couldn't do it, are these people who have done this before, or are they people who have not done this before? Well, uh, this this is people who have never done it before, and you and you uh, know how that goes. You have to, exactly. You tell people sometimes you're going to do something, and a lot of it is just based on because they're a little bit jealous of, of what they never accomplished, or they're jealous because they never pushed themselves to the limit. Many people have not pushed themselves to the limit; they've only pushed themselves just enough. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's a really important point that I was sort of driving at here is if, if someone's telling you that you can't do something, be really, really careful about listening to certain people who have never done what you're proposing to do for the very reasons that, that you're talking about. Maybe they're jealous. Maybe they're afraid that you're going to step ahead of them somehow. If, if you're being told by someone who's already done it, then that might be a different story. But I really appreciate you sharing all that. So your mission is to help help people find forgiveness, and and you're 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 dealing with this book from the perspective of helping women specifically. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm not saying that men have never been hurt in relationships, but it's important for me to 
to be realistic for, from a standpoint of what I've seen in my life mm-hmm. growing up. And a yeah. lot of things that I've seen growing up, I've seen a lot of women who, who've gone through a heartbreak. I've seen a lot of women in toxic relationships. I've seen a lot of women who, who may settle in relationships. Yeah. And so I've seen so many different things. And it was just so important for me to come up with a book that was going to be very helpful to heal a woman because for me, Forgiveness is necessary, and the reason why forgiveness is necessary is because when you don't forgive, your next blessing is put on hold. Hmm. When you don't forgive, your next blessing is put on hold. I love that. When you don't forgive, your next blessing is put on hold. Hmm. So how, how do you really forgive someone, especially when someone's hurt you like this? Well, I'm not through this process. I can tell you, and this is my experience. Forgiveness is never an easy is never an easy process. And no matter how many times you read this book, this book forgiveness is not going to be an overnight thing. I let people know that automatically. I, I did not come up with no miracle thing overnight. It's going to take a process. But for someone who struggles with forgiveness, it starts with the relationship with God, because a lot of people don't know there are some things that you need to forgive. Forgiveness is not just telling somebody I forgive you. There's some things you've got to be involved. It takes strength. It takes wisdom, courage. It takes courage for, some, for you to say, for you to um, forgive someone who raped you, for you to forgive someone who betrayed you, someone who cheated on you. It, it's hard for you to forgive even, even a family member or a friend or whoever in your life who betrayed you. It's, it's a very challenging thing, and it's, so it's going to take all the, of what God can put in you and can provide you. And, yeah. it, and it's something that no one, no human being can give you. They can give you support, but they cannot give you courage and strength. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. And it has to start with a relationship with God. You also have to evaluate uh, on a real personal level um, where you're at and what you eventually want. Is that right? We've got less than two minutes to our break. Yeah, um, that's, that's an important thing because a lot of people are in a relationship right now. And what I've found is that a lot of people get hurt in relationships because it's a miscommunication. And through that self-evaluation, that's the time for you to sit down. It's almost like a, it's almost like a business plan. You need, to, you need to sit down and figure out, okay, I'm at this stage of my life. This is what I want. I want to get married. Or if you don't want to get married, I want to date. Or if you don't want that, I want to have friends with benefits. But it's important for you to know that, write that down, and so that way it's a lot easier for you when you go out there on the dating market because you can find someone who wants to get married because you want to get married. You can find someone who wants to date because you want to date. It's, it's a lot easier to find. And then if, if, if that person doesn't meet that, it's a lot easier to say, thank you, but you're not the one. Okay, and we are Versus coming up against our... We're coming up against our next break, and we will come right back after this. We're talking about uh, how to forgive people uh, after a broken relationship. We'll be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. 
This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our Double Green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133 extension 7082 or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Shawan Watson, and he is the author of the book, Kissing Your Heart at Goodbye. And we talked about the importance of being able to forgive in the last segment and what happens if uh, your partner or your ex has done something that is so, so difficult to forgive and steps that you could take. What I want to talk about next is how to find your self-worth, because not only is forgiveness a huge part of this equation, but you need to really evaluate how you are viewing yourself uh, relative to what you should be valuing yourself at. So, Shawan, tell us what we can do if we don't value ourselves properly. Well, um, the best the best way to start to, to develop your self-worth has a lot... It, it's hard with changing your company. A lot of times, we believe what we believe based on what people have been saying or the people that we hang around. That'll be, that would be the first thing I would say is you may need to change your company. And a lot of times people, they're willing to sacrifice their success because they don't want to leave their friendships in the companies that they've been around. That's, but you've got to be willing to step out. Hmm. The, next, the next step really is just to 
start start just trying to figure out what it is what is it that you deserve. I mean, everything in this book I'm going to say again is it starts with, it started with the word of God because some some people don't really truly understand what they deserve. You know, until they actually read it. Wow, self worth. You know, this is this is, these are things that you really deserve, and I mentioned in the book getting to know yourself, treating yourself. So, so many people don't take themselves out. You know, take yourself to a movie. You know, if you're if you're a lady, go go get your hair done. You know, go to a spa. Take yourself out to eat. Treat yourself. Good. Yeah. That's how we tell somebody to, to, to develop that self worth. Yeah, that that is so important, and and you you have to believe that you deserve the very very best that life has to offer you. Do you believe that there is just one person out there that you're meant to to have? You know. I don't know if it's just one person. The only reason why I say that is because think about it like this. What if you married the person that you were supposed to be with and that person passes away? Mm-hmm. That's why I, I've always felt like it was more than one person that's supposed to be with you, but it's just that that person may not supposed to be, maybe it's a season. Mm-hmm. That person, it will later, it may not be the right season. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's all based on the season. That's interesting. That's interesting. Why do you think people get their hearts broken in relationships? I think they get their hearts broken because of its lack of communication. I think it's not knowing what you, not knowing what you really want, not speaking up for yourself. You know, if you if you're in a relationship, first of all, before you even get into a relationship, I think it's really important to ask a lot of questions. You know, you need to make sure that this that this person, you know, wants at least the majority of the things that you want. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of a lot of people are settling. Yeah, they're settling because they they want to just be with someone, and yeah. that will hurt you later. Most times, that will hurt you later because you settled. You know, you really didn't you really didn't think this person was the one, but you didn't want to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. You said something about asking a lot of questions on the first date. Uh, and I thought that was a really great point. I've, I've been in, on and seen situations where the first date resembles a job interview where that's all that's going on is people are asking and answering questions and it doesn't feel like a legitimate conversation. Do you know how to fix that or what we can do to make a first date smoother and more meaningful? Well, it's, it's not, it's not necessarily, asking all the questions on the first date. And an interview, a lot of times, is just a one-side person asking all the questions. Right. And if you, if you, make, a, you make it like a dance where you're asking some, he's asking some, and he's telling it, versus just one side, it's going gonna, it's gonna to seem weird. But you can, if you dance with it, the conversation, you can make it into a great conversation where you're not even really thinking about it. You're just having a, you're having a conversation, not even thinking about what, you, what you're talking about, what you're asking about. But it's important because what you don't know can hurt you. Yeah, exactly. 
do you believe that some topics are off limits on the first date or are there are there things that really should not come up on the first date? Well, I, I, I'm a big believer of, of boundaries. I think that, you know, you don't have to do you don't have to do everything on the first date. Especially if this person based on the questions in the chemistry is the right person, you have time. You have time to go to go through that process because it's a process. And you don't want to rush the process. Exactly. Exactly. So go ahead. I said, if you rush the process, what do you have to look forward to? Exactly. Exactly. Then you run out of things to talk about, and then you feel like it's over before it started, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's great. So let me ask you something. Dating does involve trusting people. And you do address this in your book. If you have been hurt in a past relationship, there's going to be a natural tendency to take that baggage forward. And there may be trust issues that you tend to carry to the next relationship, perhaps unfairly, because that other person was not part of your previous problem. So how do you really learn to trust people again and to give your new partner a legitimate shot? I think before you, before you can trust, you got you got to forgive that person, that other person. You know that, that may be telling me a little bit of if you haven't if you haven't forgiven that person, you you may want to take your time before you start dating again, because yeah. you don't you don't want to don't want to hurt someone else. You know. Yeah. Uh, one of the things one of one of the things that I taught that I uh, that I learned through my research is that there's something in psychology they call. We're, we're, there, um, there, there, there are things that we, there are things that we, we go through. It could be early in our childhood. They're, they're phobias. They're phobias that we go through, where it's childhood memory or memory that resembles something that we went through in the past. And a lot of times, people don't struggle with trust until resemble until it resembles something from the past. Yeah. It could have been a young lady that got raped. It could have been a young lady that got raped, and every time. She gets really close in a relationship where it starts to get close to an intimate situation. She starts to get a little. She has trust issues because of that situation that she went through in the past as a as a young girl. Mm. Yeah, and that's so, something that she has a hard time to let go of. Yeah, definitely it can be. Are there some specific steps that you can suggest for people who, uh, in terms of how do you really? trust someone new that you're with? Well, um, I'm a believer that you have to be honest with the, with the person. Yes. If you, if you really want to date this person, but you still, have, you still may have a few trust issues, I think you need to be up front with the person. Because from my experience, as a guy, if you don't tell me up front that you, that you, that you are interested in me, but you, but it's going to take you a while. I'm going to think you're not interested. Mm-hmm. And when I think you're not interested, I'm going to walk off. So yeah. let them know, let them know that you, that, that you, Hey, I'm interested in you. Um, will you be patient with me? You know, I've gone through, some, I've gone, I've gone through some relationships over the past few years. You know, I've gotten hurt. I'm having some trust issues. I'm willing to trust, but I want to know, are you willing to be patient with me? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Your answer. That person is willing to be patient with you. Then, I say it's important that you that you start taking at least a few steps a day. You know. Yeah. And one of the things that I mentioned about is praying. Yeah. Praying together is is sacred. A lot of people will will tell you their secret before they before they let you hear what they're praying about. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want you to hear what they're praying about. Yeah. And so right there is that right there is a big step. When you can pray in front of somebody, that's a big huge step. Yeah. Because a lot of people are shy. People don't know God the way you may know God. And so right. developing that, that that relationship and praying together, that, that right there, that's a, that's an that's a big huge that's an icebreaker right there. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. We've got a couple minutes before our last break. I want to ask about uh, role models because if if someone did not have a real strong role model in their family and did not see what an example of a flourishing relationship looks like, do you think it's a lot harder for that person to date effectively and to find really great relationships? It is, it is a challenge because, you know, there were some people, you know, some ladies, they didn't, they didn't grow with a, with a father in the home. And so that, that's a challenge because she didn't see what a, what a man is supposed to do. And a lot of times, that's how a lot of young ladies get into these, what I call, toxic relationships. Because typically, I, and I use in my book, I, ha- I have it called Mr. Hardcore, which is this, normally the tough guy, the bad boy. Typically, that is the most appetizing guy because he may be the guy that is the first guy that shows a lot of interest in you. And because you didn't have that father growing up, you've been waiting on that attention. And that yeah. guy is the first guy to get you back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this show is going. We are talking with Shawan Watson, author of the book, Kissing Your Heart at Goodbye. We talked previously in the show about the importance of forgiving someone who has hurt you in a relationship. We also talked in this segment about the importance of trusting someone and the importance of finding your own self-worth. Because if you do not believe that you deserve the best, you're not going to find the best. It's like the law of attraction. You get what you think about. You get what you think you deserve. We will come right back after this last break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now.
Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Shawan? Yes. Oh, I asked you, where can we find the book? Oh, I didn't even hear you. Okay. Uh, my, my book is my book is available on Amazon. Um, you can purchase it in paperback as, as well as uh, electronic. And my book is also on, on um, Amazon, is also on Barnes Noble's online. Um, you can you can okay. actually purchase it there. And I'm telling you, this this, this right here is a, is a is a great book. If anyone out there is is struggling with forgiveness, I'm telling you, this book right here is the book for you. It's a it's a book and a workbook all in one. I promise you, you will you will you will not you will not regret purchasing this book. Oh, very good, very good. Let's talk about relationship conditioning because that's a topic that you spend a chapter on. What exactly does that mean? Well, in this chapter, what you're doing, you're taking the lessons that you learned that we talked about earlier in the book. You did, you did a self-evaluation early. You did a self-evaluation to, to figure out what it is that you want. Now it's time for you to take Take that experience, take that plan, and put it into this new relationship. Take take all the different values that you, that you picked, that you picked up. You know, you, you learn about you, you learn about your habits. You learn about your bad habits. You corrected those. You know what you're good at. You know what your strengths are. Now it's time to take this into this relationship conditioning and see what kind of result you get out of, out of this out of this next relationship based on based on the on the information you have now. Okay. So let me ask you this. Sometimes men come into relationships with baggage as well. And how, how do you elaborate on that? What, what do you think men can do to release some of their insecurity and their baggage when they come into a relationship? Well, for some men, we struggle to open up. I mean, we, as men, we have a lot of pride. We carry a lot of pride. You know, we don't, we don't want you knowing a lot of information about us because it's going to make us feel weak. You know, growing up, we're supposed to, we're supposed to be protectors. You know, we don't, we don't like to cry in front of you. We don't want like to vent because we think it's a sign of, we, we think it's going to make us look weak. And so the best way to accommodate a man who has insecurities, one, is it's just, just to let him know you, you're going to let him know you're there. Let him know that you're there for him. And, and just kind of ease into it. You know, ask them questions. One of the things I talk about a lot is, is the difference between open-ended and closed-ended questions. When you ask closed-ended questions, you don't get to the root of the situation. 
when you ask opening the question, it starts to build a conversation. And so it's important that you ask open-ended questions, and eventually he'll start opening up more and more, and he'll start to get a comfort zone. And when he gets a comfort zone, you start to figure out what the problem actually really is. You know, but when I talk about insecurities, I mean it really from a standpoint of us as men, we struggle a lot of times mentally, and we struggle with asking ourselves questions. Am I, really, am I really protecting her? Am I really satisfying her? Am I, am I doing what I can to, to, to provide for my family? That's, that's, that's the pride that we have a lot of times as men because we want to be providers. We want to be great providers. We want to satisfy our women. And a lot of times we may, we may, we may have a low self-esteem because we feel like we're not, we may not be doing it the way we want to do it. And so it just helps to have that woman there to let her know, you know, honey, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. I know things are going to be better. You know, I know, I know we may be going through a rough patch. I know you're not where you want to be at right now, but I want you, I want you to know I'm here for the long haul. I know our relationship is going to be a process, but I know pretty soon you're going to be exactly where you want to be at. Mm-hmm. That's great. You also talk about having a clear vision for what your partner to be like, and this serves, you know, both men and women, of course. How do you go about doing that? Well, one of the things I talk about, and, and, I, and I thought this was very, very necessary, I put the different types of men. And I wanted, I wanted women to see this more as, a, as like a reverse psychology. A lot of times women say, you know, I want that bad boy. Well, I want you to, I want you to know. If you, want, if you want that bad boy, but you want him to be a little bit of a gentleman too, if you date Mr. Hardcore, he's not going to bring you flowers. He may not bring you flowers. You know, he's not, he may not open the door for you, or maybe he will. If, if, you, want, if you want Mr. Gentleman, he's, he's not, he's not going to be that, that guy that, 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 that talks to you any way he wants to. He's going he's gonna to bring He's going to come with respect. If you want that guy that, that brings in six or seven figures, He's going to work a lot because typically a guy that brings six or seven figures in, he's, he's working either in business or he has, a, he has a really great job where it requires him to travel a lot. So if you want that type of guy, it's going to require you to be open and understanding that, hey, if I want him to, if I want him to continue bringing those figures in, I have, to, I, have to be, I have to be understanding when he has to go, when he has to, go, when he has to travel. I can't. Yeah. I can't. You're like, oh, honey, you got to stay home with me. I have to make it up. So I, wanted, I, wanted to, I want them to see it from a reverse psychology standpoint. Yeah. And I, you bring up a real interesting point because I have heard about and have seen examples of couples where the woman wants a man who makes a lot of money but at the same time doesn't seem to understand that the man has to work on his business it's like it's it's incredibly difficult to expect someone to bring home six and seven figures and be home at five o'clock for dinner (laughs) and spend a lot of time with the family i'm not saying that you can't have both but there's a huge balance that has to be struck and both partners have to talk and negotiate some of those things i mean you have to identify what's really really important in that relationship right it it is and especially a man who who's just beginning his career, you know, he's young in a company, he's a young executive, it's going to require him to work a lot to build his way up. Now, later in his career, 
he may be able to spend a little bit more time at home with you. But if he's early in his career, it's going it's to require him to, to spend a lot more time at the office or traveling because he's, he has to build up his he has to build up his, his body of work. Right. And so that's exactly. the process. You have to ask, are you willing to go through the process? Exactly. Sometimes you can really get to know somebody by meeting their parents or their family or their friends. Do you find that that's the case? Oh, uh, typically, not not always. Um, from what I from what I actually see, because I'm a little bit different from a lot a lot of my family. You know, I'm a little mm-hmm. bit different as far as the mindset. If, if you were to get to know me, you couldn't. You can ask my family what I'm like, but we don't act the same. Our personalities are different because. Mm. You know, they may believe one thing, but I, I believe that we can we can accomplish all things through Christ. I truly believe that, and I will never stop believing that. Right. Right. Okay. So when you put this book together, you interviewed 80 women to get their perspective on some of these topics. What do you think are some of the greatest lessons that you learned by talking to them in terms of their experiences and their insights? Well... For me, I thought it, I thought I thought it was necessary to, to do those surveys. I thought it was necessary because I didn't want to just write this book off of just a man's perspective. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's a man's perspective, but I wanted them to be. I wanted to be some research from which I got from women, and it was and it was this. The process of the survey was very interesting because I learned that majority of the women that I interviewed, they believed in forgiveness. Now, it was one woman that I interviewed where she was like, okay, it's a one-shot thing. He messes up, that's it. I'm not going to forgive him. And the hardest thing, I, one of the things I learned is the hardest thing was to forgive is a man who dates you and then gives you a disease. That was the hardest thing to forgive, but it was yeah. still a situation that you had to forgive. Yeah. Wow. That that can be a very difficult situation. Um, anything else that you learned specifically? Well, um, that was that was the majority of it. I learned. I, I had I had a great time putting this book together. I had a great time doing the surveys. I had a great time just going through the process. You know, it was it was challenging, but it's something that nobody can ever take away from me. Yeah, exactly. One more time. Where can we find this book? You can find this book on Amazon, um, and you can also find it on Barnes and Noble and and um, feel free to reach out to me. I'm, I'm on Facebook at, at Shawn Watson. That's S-H-A-W-O-N. And my last name is Watson, W-A-T-S-O-N. I'm also on Twitter, at Watson Shawn on Twitter. Connect with me on there. You know, we could share some ideas. You know, feel free to connect with me. Okay, okay. And if someone wants to book you to speak? If you, if you want to book me to if you want to book me to speak right now, right now I'm working on a website right now, so I don't have my website up right now. But connect with me on Facebook or on social on um on Twitter, and we can definitely talk. We can we can um, share some emails. I have a I have a I have a bio of myself and some information already already set for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Feel free to, to um, connect with me. As, as a matter of fact, I, I just go ahead and just, and just put my number out. It's uh you know if you want to connect with me, it's it's two eight one eight two five one six six one. Um, you can call me on there if you want if you want to schedule. Um, you know, for me, for a speaking engagement, a workshop or seminar. And um, okay. I look forward to, uh, to connecting with you. Great. Less than two minutes until the end. So let me ask you the one final question that I ask everybody. Who inspires and motivates you? 
repeat that one more time? Who inspires and motivates you? Well, I can say I can say that my uncle motivated me to get to where I'm at right now. But it's not right now. It's not really a a person who motivates me. But it's really what I stand for that motivates me. There's two things that I wake up every day thinking: is I want to be a big provider for my family in the future, and I want to be a big giver. And those are the things that drive me. It drives me to work hard every day. It drives me to, to stay up late, to sacrifice, you know, my body and sleep. But also, too, helping people, helping, helping to position people into their purpose. That's what makes me happy, and that's what really inspires me to do what I do every day. That's great. And, Shawan, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure having you, and uh, good luck to you. And, and once again, his book is called Kissing Your Heart at Goodbye. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Hey, you're very welcome. We are at the end of the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. You can find me on Facebook. You can find my fan page, Success Profiles Radio. Please like the page. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can find me on LinkedIn. And we are coming up toward the end of the show. We are on every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Please join us next week for another amazing episode of the show where I get to talk to successful people and learn their secrets of success every single week. Come back next week. And in the meantime, have yourselves a fantastic week. Take care, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Good night. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each 